Let's talk about the arrogance of luxury watch dealers and of why their short-term cockiness is costing them big in the long term, leaving money on the table and not building potentially very lucrative long-term relationships. Now, over the last 10 days, I've been flying around the UK. I've been in Leeds, Manchester, London, Scotland, and I've been staying in some luxury hotels. Now, in these hotels, two of them in particular had jewellers in them, both which actually also happen to be Rolex dealers. Now, I'm a big watch fan. I've got a nice collection of Rolex, Patek, Audemars, PK, and Hublot. I'm still working my way towards a Richard Meal. But whenever I pass an authorised dealer of top brand watches, I always pop in to see if they've got any stock for sale. Now, if you've ever tried to buy a luxury watch, you may not understand what I mean by that. You're thinking, how can there be no stock in a store? But anyone who's tried to buy any of these brands over the last two or three years will know exactly what I'm talking about. The stores have got no stock. I mean, literally nothing. You know, the waiting list is years long and the resale price of these watches in the secondary market is dramatically in excess of the recommended retail price. Now, I say waiting list with air quotes because if you're on a waiting list and you actually expect to ever be getting a watch, you're completely kidding yourself. Every retailer's got the favourite customers or their reasons to favour a potential new customer. And if you don't fit that mould, you will be on that list for the rest of your life and you will not even see so much as a Swatch watch. Now, I always pop into the stores that I walk past, though, just on the off chance that there is a piece to buy, because even if it's not something that I'm actually particularly looking for, it's always an opportunity for me to build a relationship with a new dealer. Now, the two stores that I visited, they were the same as 99% of my other visits. There's no stock, so I leave. And this is where these watch dealers are going very, very wrong. You know, they behave with this incredible level of arrogance and display zero sales skills because they're very cocky due to having a very easy life at present. You know, they're selling some of the world's most desirable products. But the key lesson here comes from the words at present because they guarantee you that this will not be the state of the market forever. Demand has been artificially inflated since COVID with people spending the bounce back loans on a new timepiece, you know, crypto millionaires seeking out status symbols. As crypto has crashed and the recession's looming, this demand has now tailed off. And while some of the more popular models can still fetch a premium, many models fetch no premium at all. I mean, I remember not so many years ago, I could get 20 to 25% discount on a new Rolex from certain dealers. I mean, that is absolutely unfathomable to people who are buying watches today. And I can still achieve that on a Hublot. But life wasn't quite so rosy for the dealers back then. They actually had to do some work. But these retailers, they've got very short memories as they parade around with their current day arrogance, thinking that they're a big deal because everyone wants to buy a Patek Philippe Nautilus. The reason so many people want to buy one is because they see it as buying a £20 note for a tenner. I mean, many people don't even like the watch. And as soon as this differential between the secondary market price and the primary market price reduces, they're actually going to have to get back to the old days of doing some work and becoming a real salesperson. Not once when I've walked into a jeweller's, be it a brand's boutique store or an authorised dealer, have I been approached, nurtured, had my data collected or had anyone ever try and build a relationship with me. I mean, sure, sometimes I'm going to make a proactive approach to the salesperson to try and build that relationship myself. You know, I'll make it known that I already have a collection, that I'm a buyer, not a seller. Now, I usually make a proactive approach to the salesperson to try and build the relationship myself. You know, I'll make it known that I already have a collection, that I'm a buyer, not a seller. And I usually invite them on my boat for dinner. But that's because I understand the game and I want to make sure that I'm on the real waiting list for when some product does actually come in. But 99% of people won't be doing this. So as no one is reaching out to them, there's hundreds of thousands of people around the world who walk through these very expensive retail spaces and they never get the data collected and they're left to disappear into the ether. Now these are people who at some point in the not too distant future, these retailers will be desperate to get in touch with and desperate to sell them a product that now isn't as desirable as it once was. The world moves in cycles and the watch world is no different. There'll be good years 
and there'll be bad years. And the retailers who will be successful in the long term will be the ones who've got the humility to apply the rules of sales and relationship building in the good times when they don't think that they need to so that they've got a ready supply of customers when the bad times come. And this applies to you too, whatever product you're selling, expensive or cheap, big or small, online or offline. No product sells itself forever and the world is built on relationships. So ask yourself, what are you doing to build relationships with your customers and your prospects so that they become brand advocates and you've got access to them for life?